Welcome to the AMSR of the Podcast. I've I've had some. Ah, Jesus Christ! Good evening and welcome to episode fifty-five. Or oh, good morning. Because if you listen in the morning, like some of you do, fucking weirdos, good morning to you. Hey, Chris, or good another night. Dan. <laughs> there we go. Shout out. Or good night if you're listening to us in your sleep. Hey, Lindsay. I hope you have a one. Hope you have a wonderful sleep. Just, just think of sheep jumping over small fence. All is well in the world, and these three idiots are going to talk. About movies to send you all to sleep. But what if you put Dan and Chris to sleep and they're listening in the morning uh, and they're doing their... What it, are, they dri- are, are they driving Well, they're going the to work and they do really early shifts. This oh, shit. Really She'll be crushed. Shall I oh, step no. in and help you? Wake okay, up! go on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wake up! Much better get this on the table. Now Lindsay's going to shit herself in the middle of the night. We can't win. <laughs> be worth it. <laughs> Not us who has to clean it up, it's Liam. <laughs> Send us a message if you shot yourself in the middle of the night <laughs> on our Twitter, on our social. Thank you very much. Uh, join me is uh, Andrew. Hello, Andrew. A good afternoon. Whose socks are inside <laughs> out and he got some new glasses. No, I haven't got them. I've ordered some and I'm craving, I've cra- I am craving peanut M&M's. Well, it puts two and two together when your socks are inside out and you new- do need new glasses. And um, I'm just saying, you know. That's probably the reason why you've ordered them, maybe. That and the opticians told me that my eyes were fucked, yeah. <laughs> Not because his socks were inside out. I didn't take my feet off there and they went, Oh, those inside out? We better get Excuse your prescription, me, sir. sir. <laughs> Can you just put your feet on the table? That's <laughs> how they check now. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't uh, an opticians I went to, it was a podiatrist. I got them totally mixed up. Fair enough. And uh, back from festival... <laughs> Ongoings with two black eyes is Penny. Hello, Penny. Hi. He is correct. I do have two bruises. I got bruise either side of the bridge of my nose and two slight black eyes, and it was totally worth it. All the moshing and doshing, yeah. as the kids say. Noshing. A lot of noshing. Uh, moshing. No, a lot, lot no, of noshing no. at download. Yeah. No. no, you were telling us about all the food you were eating. What are you thinking about? I paid £10 for a pizza that was not worth ten pound. <laughs> yeah. We paid me and Andy paid ten pounds for a double tacular Domino's pizza and it was fucking lovely on the same day, I think, pretty much. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. a couple of days apart, but yeah, it was not bad. Well shout out to Domino's, please sponsor us. Uh, we'll fucking shout out the double Don't sponsor me. St- Send me a pizza hot stuff crust. Fuck you, Domino's. It's the only thing that Domino's do that's good. I'm sorry. Uh, Domino's doesn't do anything good. It always turns up cold. Yeah. It's true, but like the one thing they had that they brought back, <laughs> the double decadence, is actually quite good. So I'm kind of, and I never usually order from Domino's, but like, did it give you the shifts this time? Oh yeah. No, I mean, do I want? To, I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a nice. St- no, because I went to the other Domino's that shall were named were named nameless, so that I don't throw them under the bus here but um i went to the other domino store so i didn't get the shit the one sans food poisoning which if you have a choice is the one you should always go for what the The one that won't give you food poisoning poisoning. (laughs) 
Well, that's why I don't go to Papa John's, because I don't know whether it's the cheese or whatever, but it just makes my shit come out like lava pretty fucking rapidly. Hello, Lindsay, if you're still listening. (laughs) (laughs) Still listening, still listening. Right, anyway, let's get into this. So later on today, we are going to... Discussing uh, Abraham Lincoln, the Vampire Hunter, as chosen by Andy for film out the hat. Classic film, award-winning. Was it award-winning? <sighs> Did it? Are you sure? I'll give it an award. Oh, okay. You I still don't know how I feel about no, it. No, me neither. It's weird. Well, maybe we'll we'll come to the decision later. But first, guys, um, you may remember on the last episode, by pen. Ken's just walked off again. <laughs> this happens. Like, this happened on fucking 52. Sorry, I went to and get something just, while you were I talking. Start, I've got my headphones in. I can hear you. Don't panic. Right. Auntie Penn's still here. Last, I mean, we just can't do it without you, as proven by the end of episode 52. <laughs> so anyway. Last week, I teased <laughs> something that I was watching while I was on my travels away from the podcast. And it's been with me ever since. And... um the way I, it was an accidental thing mm-hmm. that happened. Now you could say, "Oh yeah, whatever, Dan." But look, I I'm, I'm in a loving relationship <laughs> for over five years. I, I feel like I'm in court. It sounds <laughs> like sounds years. like you're about to out yourself. I mean, some people you can still watch porn if you've got a girlfriend, Dan. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely it's true. But it doesn't have to a- be hetero porn. You can still watch gay porn. No one's going to judge you. <laughs> it's not really gay porn, but a kind of it. Oh, whatever, right? So, I got fascinated by this guy called David Dikutu. 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 I don't know how to pronounce the second name. I've tried practicing beforehand, and I'm still fucking up. So let's say David. Um, <laughs> David has been making movies since 1986, right? And he's made 102 movies. Wow, quite a bit. Yeah. A lot. Mm. Made 37 since 2010 and counting. So he's made fucking tons of them. It's like three a year. It uh, could be even more sometimes. <laughs> um, the thing about David and the thing that fasc- fascinated me about him first, and this is my new series, uh, brand new series from Dan called Behind the Series, we take a look at film history and the films that made that series, including directors, producers, could be writers even, like we did with w, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson. New series. I wanted New to say that mm-hmm. I'm proud of Dig you it. for another stupid title, but I won't be when I have to type it out. Okay, it's Behind the Series then. <laughs> behind the Series with your host. Yeah. I was going to call it Behind the Director's Chair, but I felt that was a bit cocky. It's a bit creepy. It's, a bit it's like presumptuous, creep- isn't it? creeping up on the director. No, because you know how you always see the back of a director's chair when they're, you know, with their name on the mm. back. And it's kind of like you're talking about how the behind the scenes of how this guy made films and stuff like that. But we'll just call it behind the, the series because I probably am just going to look at a bunch of series behind of films. And with Dan. Behind the, por- behind the porno with Dan. <laughs> Your host. Um, so... David made a lot of films since the 80s. He started out making a lot of horror films. Uh, Penn would be a big fan. He made a lot of uh, comedy horror films. Uh, would you like to know some of the titles before I get into yes, the, the main bits? Yes, please. Okay, so what about Good Men Go Bad? Mm. <laughs> no? No. Okay. Um, 
test tube teens from the year 2000. Um, I'm in. Is, uh, are we still on comedy horror or are we on porn again? I don't really know. It's kind of a mixture. It's kind of a mixture of... Um, it's that kind of sexy comedy horror. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just kind of, you know... Um, he, by the way, he's like a director producer of kind of all these films and stuff. But Nightmare Sisters, right. which was in '88, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Doctor Doctor Alien, which is about a sexy alien <laughs> in 1989, <laughs> Naked Instinct in 1993. Oh, that's good. That's a good pun. Petticoat Planet. I've no idea what that is from 1996. Petticoat Planet. Uh, there, there's a bunch of them, but like since like the 80s and 90s, he's kind of made the same kind of films i would say um he also did some of the puppet master films if people okay, can remember yeah. those he was doing all these kinds of films in the 80s and 90s and then in the year 2000 guys he decided to go into like i guess territory that you could consider rip-offs of other films that have happened we already kind of saw that with uh naked instinct mm-hmm. obviously but then he started doing the wolves on wall street or <laughs> sorry the wolves of wall street in 2003 which was essentially what you think it is, except they're brokers or werewolves. Oh, that sounds so good. That's genius. Yeah. That's genius. And you become the guy, the main character becomes a werewolf after getting bitten by one of these stockbrokers. (laughs) (laughs) They all try to make money and become werewolves at the same time. That sounds fantastic. Overachievers. Pick one or the other, but I'm in. Or uh, what about Witches of the Caribbean? (laughs) Which is... I think I'm still in. It's kind of like a lesbian uh, witches uh, thing where a bunch of girls fall in love with each other who are all witches. It happens. And... uh, Probably. Yeah, that's all I can really say. By the way, I've watched a lot of his films for this thing and... Yeah, of course it is. It's just for this thing. Yeah. Or Beastly Boys. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I don't think i want to know what that's about yeah see all of these could be comedy horror or porn parodies it seems like they're a thin line he mixes it up between comedy horror uh, ripping off other things but they kind of have like a sexy edge to them but the thing about him is in 2011 he went in a very different direction (laughs) some would say and he created a series called the 1313 series now, some people in the interwebs maybe know about this series as it's been kind of documented by many people in the past. It's... I didn't know this, but <laughs> as I watched the films and as I got probably to the third or fourth one, I realised that this these series of films all featured a very constant thing in every single film, which was... The number 1313? No, half naked boys or men. And every single one of the 1313 series features topless men. And normally you would think, okay, so maybe there's a topless scene in it. No, I'm talking about the entire film. Sometimes in most of these films, they are just in their underwear. Okay. Like, throughout the entire film, I'm going to, I'll take you through his 13 films that he did for the 13 13 series and i guess describe them if you want to know more about them because yes i have watched the majority i've seen like 
bits of other ones that I haven't watched, but I have watched 13 of these fucking films to see why they were so popular in terms of like a, like in a meme way and stuff. By the way, he made all these 13 films in the space of two years. Huh. That can't be good. His track record for most of his films throughout his career, he makes about eight to ten films a year and still going since the 80s. I've never made a movie. Yeah. Right. But you know how in my anthology series we're like, slightly more time that you have, the better they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't feel... Well... Unless he's he's using the same people and he's got the same... He's already set up, you know. I thought, how could he possibly do this? Uh, and then I watched the films and then I realized, wow. Well, <laughs> so I'll explain. So the first one he made was 1313 Nightmare Mansion. And this was about a demonic young man lures six high school classmates to a party in his elegant Malibu house so he can sacrifice their souls and bring his dead mother who was killed during the Salem witch trials 300 years ago, back to life. That's the first one. Okay. Hmm. Now, that movie was not good. I kind of was like, okay, maybe this is because it was his first one. It, it's okay. I'll move on yeah. to the second one. This, the second one was called 1313 Wicked Stepbrother. Uh, Jared Minecraft is horrified to learn that a faceless killer is celebrating his 18th birthday by filling his mansion... You see a trend here with corpses of his closest friends. So there's an 18 year old serial killer that's killing all his friends. There's a bit of a trend here when it comes to main character is has a house or mansion and has friends in said house or mansion. Where we can keep our cameras set up and keep filming. Yeah. Is it the same film but shot from different perspectives? It's it's all different people before you make that. But is it the same house? Exactly. The, it's David's house, is from what I kind of think it. It's it's basically well, David. You've got a mansion. You've got to use it. He has a nice yeah. house, to be honest. He's got a pool in it, and it's like he's got a spiraling staircase in the living room. For some reason, he has like a mini car in his living room as well, <laughs> and like a. It's it's fucking weird. His house. He's got weird stuff in the house, but every single movie is is filmed at this house, and it hasn't even got like different props and stuff about he just sort of just keeps it the same so you just have 13 films with kind of different plots with different men who are pretty much in their underwear in the same house but with different storylines all the time and they kind of blend into one which i guess why it's called 1313 i guess i don't really know I'm still confused by the whole series and stuff. It is a mixture of things, each one of these films, where it's like, boy has murderous friend and they're going to kill his friend and blah, 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 blah. So he he does that for like four films. Like there's four films, he does that. And then he goes into kind of Sharknado territory with the 1313 series, where he has 1313 giant killer bees. What? <laughs> Hang on. Giant killer bees? Giant. How big bees. is a giant killer bee? Because I want them to be like like an American um, football size bee. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking polar bear sized. The plot, the plot of this is, is like there's going to be like a disaster because the last of the bees are dying out, so they're trying to make generic 
or a genetically modified bees in order to save the planet. The the people who are making these are obviously hot young men wearing nothing but underwear <laughs> in a chemistry lab. That just sounds dangerous. <laughs> Imagine what would happen with the Bunsen burners. Jesus. It's fucking, it's so funny because they're just like not wearing much and they've got goggles <laughs> So it's like, what's the point of the goggles? You've got fucking everything else is exposed. Why are you wearing goggles? So the bee itself that they make is a CGI bee, of course. But it's about the size of my fucking 42-inch TV behind oh, okay. me. Like, it's it's huge. And this is the part that happens in all the films. I'm just going to say it now because I was going to save it to the end. But all the films sort of just end. Like, when it... Like a hatchet so, ending? So. Like a birdemic ending. Like, imagine every single one of these 13 films, but you're like, there's there's not really a story. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even really describe it. It's I also so have hard. a question about how good the CGI is. It's not as bad as birdemic, because he does have a bit more money, I think, but it it's it's bad. The The acting is terrible. It's, it's just the script is the worst thing in the world it's just bad but like i immediately thought oh this is another neil breen but the fact that he's chugging out these movies so fucking much yeah and they're all they're not really like like i was thinking am i watching just a gay film that is meant to be for gay people to watch because they want to see half naked men and no storyline like is it that kind of porn thing where it's like the storyline's bullshit but the main attraction is the guys here. Like, that's what I was starting to question. Is this actually like a a serious film just with some like homoeroticism in it? Or is it actually just like I feel like you could else, have you know? both though. You could have a story, but it depends what he thinks he's going for, I guess. One of my favourites is thirteen thirteen Haunted Frat House. Ooh, that sounds good. <clears throat> which is uh during spring break. Of course a bunch of guys <laughs> wearing underwear <laughs> hang out in David's mansion. And the entire movie, and this is the entire movie, right? I'll explain the entire movie. It'll take me two minutes. The opening scene is 30 minutes long. And it includes a man in his underwear having a bad dream, walking around his house in his underwear for 30 minutes slowly. So that's that's the first scene. The thirty minute is he like calling out? Do we not get a dream sequence? Nope, nope. Huh? It's 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 a guy having a bad dream about him walking around his house in his underwear. So <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to make any assumptions about David. Yeah, and any yeah any of his life choices are fine. But when you make a sure. movie in a DIY sense are you you're like I've got a story to tell or I've got a movie I want to make so maybe it's not about like a movie I don't want to say for gays but like it's David's movie maybe he wants to have lots of naked men in his house to film well that sounds like what it could be because this is essentially a full-time job if he's doing this like (laughs) if he's doing 10 a year even if he's, he's doing, doing it on else. weekends, he can't do anything else. He did actually comment on this. I found one interview to why he does this. And he actually said um, the reason for it is because he got sick of most of the films he saw where there was one guy and eight dudes and all. Sorry, 
<laughs> that doesn't sound right. There was one guy and eight girls, let's put it that way. And all the girls were mostly sexual in that. Let's I put mean, that way. Especially, like, especially in horror, horror movies, yeah, it happened. Yeah. So I feel like I get where he's going, like, instead of, what I'm trying to think of, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Tina is murder. Uh, she's in her underwear, but she has got, a, I think she's still got a, her, like, little shirt mm-hmm. on still. And you get all of that thing where you're like, yeah. Oh, does she need to be naked? So I guess I can see why he's like, well, why can't the guys be naked? So I, I, I get what he's trying to do, but I feel like he's, without having seen them, not managing it. <laughs> he said it's a horror movie for girls. As a matter of fact, it's the first horror. It's the first horror movie for girls, as oh. he put in one of his films. Um, oh. what, because it's <laughs> because it's just semi-naked dudes. Um, Apparently. Okay, 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 okay. I don't get offended easily. Okay. And I will, you know, I'm the kind of girl that he's probably talking about. As we were mm-hmm. talking about sure, off air, sure. I am part of the guys' uh, Formula One Fantasy League. And I picked all of my drivers on how attractive I found them because I know nothing about F1. And she did absolutely yeah, they terrible. Suck. <laughs> it's yeah. not good. Yeah. I'm losing. <laughs> but. I'm. I don't want to say the word offended, but I'm not happy about that. It's a. It's a lot of generalization, isn't it? Yeah, like if it's got a good story, then fine. But it sounds like it. He's like, oh, I'll make it. if I put naked men in it, women will like it. But then if it's not a horror movie, well, let me let hmm. me tell you the rest of the plot for Haunted Frat. So there's there's the guy walks around thirty minutes, then he wakes up from his dream. Then he goes to his other friend, who's also in the room next to him, who's also half-naked, with glasses this time now, um, reading a book. And he says, I had a bad dream. And the other guy goes, okay, did you know, this is the, uh, <laughs> this is the exact dialogue, okay, do you know that this house was built on ancient burial grounds 300 of course. years ago? Of course. of course it was. It always is. Yeah. It always is. In the is. most... In the most blankest expression ever. (laughs) And then he's kind of like, yeah, whatever. This place is not haunted. I'm going to take a shower. By the way, every one of these 1313 films features a man in a shower, slowly bathing himself as the camera pans. Then the story kicks in to Haunted Frat House. And apparently there is this kind of, I'm not going to say young girl. I'm going to say she's in the kind of cougar territory. Okay. Well, that's the opposite uh, of a young girl. Yeah. Um, and she's kind of following the boys around the house, but she's a she's a spooky ghost, guys, from 300 years Ugh. ago. And all she does for the next 45 minutes of the film is they're like at the gym part of the house, or they're like doing, they're swimming, or they're sunbathing, or they're doing whatever. And all she's doing is, like, touching their bellies or their heads, and then they go into, like, a bad mental state. And then the film ends with one of the guys going, I'm sure there's a ghost in here. He walks out the door, and the film ends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so confused, because I kind of... I, and you thought Neil Breen was I bad. You thought Neil Breen. Think, Neil Breen is bad. I kind of feel like I get what he's trying to do, but also... You can see why he's made so many of these in such 
quick succession. There's nothing in them. They all have these titles where you're like, wow, what the fuck? Like, there's Hercules, 1313 Hercules, 1313 Queen, 1313 Bermuda Triangle, 1313 Cougar Cults, where he literally gets four old women to be cougars to a bunch <laughs> of gods and that's the film like it's so bigfoot island 1313 so bigfoot. it is paul <laughs> i'm <sighs> it sounds like he's it's... trying to make like films that are accessible for women and aren't like overwhelmingly match or whatever but i think a lot of yeah. people would just prefer a good story, story. as opposed to something <laughs> getting his shaft out you know <laughs> But they are... It's a bit like, do you not want... You want a story in your movie and no story in your porn? And he's got them the wrong way around. Hmm. Don't see them as a serious thing. I like with the later film. Don't see it as a serious thing. It's more of a case of, I think he knows what he's doing, but... I don't think he knows what he's doing. I think he knows... (laughs) Well... The 13, 13 series yeah. has been has become a popular thing in, uh, yeah, around the but world. But the same so. can be said about Neil Breen, and that is fucking wank. <laughs> yeah, so but like Neil Breen the, the, is different. So this is my question: in terms, of, like, we know the fucking acting is wank, and we know the story the storylines are shit. In terms of like general direction and placement yeah. and stuff and pacing, how is that? Terrible. Then what is his fucking problem? Why is he bothering to do this shit? Why am I so annoyed about it? <laughs> Why not? He's living his dream. He's got a big mansion. He's made uh, a lot of money from doing all these films. He shouldn't have. He also made kids' films before this. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Any we would have vaguely heard of? Do you remember the film A Talking Cat? No. <laughs> no. You guys don't remember? Again, it's a, one of the famous ones on the internet. I know you guys haven't been on the internet for a while, but... Too busy, um, too busy working in a festival, I think. A talking cat. I've seen it. I've watched the whole thing, and it does. This one does have more of a storyline. This one is more in the Neil Breen esque, and I actually think this is more watchable because of. But it is like terrible. But it's about a cat that magically talks one day, and it's like a bunch of neighbors involved and stuff. But the way the cat talks is something extraordinary and when you see it you can't help but go oh oh no (laughs) like it's it's something i I can't really describe but you know like in most like talking animal films like it's Mm -hmm. real footage so it's not Mm. like animated instead of having like the lips of the cat move if that's the right or the mouth of the cat move to make it like animate or cgi instead they just put like a like a like a black cartoon hole that moves. <laughs> <laughs> like a little South Park so, paper mouth. Yeah, yeah. And it just... And the cat's voice is just not... It doesn't work at all. It just is so fucking Dear. stupid. So many films, and so many of them are like this. And I just found it fascinating that he has the consistency. Because I said, 103 films since the 80s. He's been going around for a while. And he's still to the same making stuff. I was going to say, um, I've cheated and I've looked him up a bit on IMDb. Is he doing like a yeah. wrong series? The wrong student, the wrong crush, the wrong man, the wrong <laughs> friend, the wrong cruise, the wrong teacher, the wrong stepmother, the wrong boy next door, the wrong mummy, the wrong tutor, the wrong cheerleader, back in action. Don't know if that's a sequel. The wrong house sitter, the wrong wedding planner, the wrong stepfather, the wrong cheerleader, coach, the wrong real estate agent, the coach. wrong fiance, the wrong Mr. Right, the wrong Prince Charming, the wrong Valentine. Oh, and he's left. 
And I don't even think I started from the beginning. I just started from wherever I was. Uh, as a public announcement, I think for most of the internet who do enjoy these 1313 films, and I guess I stumbled upon it not knowing what it was, then realized what it was, and then kind of thought, okay, the trope is men in mm. underwear. And okay, but let's see if they could have a bit of a bit of a storyline to it. Not really. Um, the only one I can recommend is um probably the giant b one <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. it has it has some difference about most of most of them are to do with just man and woman or something yeah so yeah. the giant b one has a bit of like cgi and stuff <laughs> but i can't really say any much uh any more than that but i just found his life quite interesting and he, just the amount of films he he managed to pump out and stuff and um a lot of these films were shot in three days and uh, you're gonna say in 3D yeah. then, and then I don't know if I was excited I or panicked. That, oh, fucking, how's that gonna work? Who knows? Well, they're doing, flexing even... a peck at the screen. Also, Andy, did you leave to get booze? Is it come to I this? did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to get a, a big bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, Oof. I don't even drink Jack Daniels, that's how bad it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was my journey into David and his 1313 series. Oh. I do. I do recommend people to at least check one of the films out. If you check one of the films out, they're all on YouTube pretty much. Check one of them out, you'll know the rest. You just need to watch one and then you'll know what the rest are kind of like. Um, so yeah, join me next week when I embarrass myself, probably oh, yeah. find out what that is. Dan's doing something s- sneaky. You're the new guy, huh? I guess I am. You're working with a bunch of grad students fresh out of the classroom. You seem to have some serious doubts about a research team. I just think you guys need some proper motivation. See, the hive's dying out. You know, same thing that's happening here, it's happening everywhere. Well, that's what we're here to fix. I need results by next week, Lewis. I don't need a hive of super bees. I just need some positive results. Give the bees the additive. Let Lewis think that he's feeding them his latest batch of HKP4. For now, I want this to be completely top secret. Uh, so I watched a new film that came out this year. It's due to come out last year. got delayed various reasons and it is the bob odenkirk film nobody <gasps> i literally watched this yesterday <laughs> oh now i'm the only one that hasn't seen it what was your thoughts dan it's like a really funny john wick i really like it yeah it's like a cross between john wick and taken but it's absolutely hilarious this is bad dude who has like a mysterious past he's got a family he lives like a boring nine to five life in a nuclear family that he just wants to stick with and something causes him to snap and he ends up essentially taking on the Russian mob. <laughs> As you do. Like John Wick did. Like John Wick. It's always the Russian mob. <laughs> so it's the Russian mob every fucking time. But it is fantastic. Like it's got uh, Christopher Lloyd who was looking old. I mean, I know he's like 82. He's old. Yeah. But he was looking he old. old. The Rizzers in it. Colin Salmon. I won't spoil it because it's worth watching because it is ridiculous. But definitely try and give that a look if you can find it. The other film I watched. Now, as of time of recording, we are midway through the Euros and I thought I would watch an... Boo, England. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're out of the Euros now, aren't you? I forgot. (laughs) I want to say I'm offended, but England are in the last 16. And Let's go Ireland. I just haven't watched any of the Euros at all, so... Yay, sport. 
Can't believe Scotland won the Euros. No. <laughs> They've already been eliminated. <laughs> oh, shit. That's how much I watch football. <laughs> so I watched the, one of the greatest football films of all time, soccer films of all time. Does anyone want to guess what it is? Green Room. Is it Goal? Green Room. Did you watch Goal? <laughs> that is a very, very good guess. But no. Oh, wait, wait. Give me one more. Um, fuck, I've seen a lot of them. Oh, oh Bendy Lai Beckham. What year? What year? Oh, another any. good guess, but no. You want to know the year? year? 2005. Yeah. That doesn't help me. Whilst you're thinking, I'm going to pour my drink. 2005. So that would have been... Um... That sounds like you're pouring the Jack Daniels, but it's a weird-looking 7-Up you've got there. To our listeners, this is AMSR, Andy at the bar. Hello, sir. Can I get you a drink? <laughs> Creepy as <laughs> Football movies. I, I... Um, is it Green Room? Is that what I'm thinking of? The one with Charlie Hunnam in it? And he does a terrible accent. Green, Green Machine. Green Machine. What, what's it called? Mean machine. Green thing. Street. Green Street. Mean machine. Green Room's a horror movie. Mean Machine. So obviously that's Mean Machine. Um, it's, it's neither of those. It's um, the 2005 film Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is he's a dick or Phil. He's like a bad athlete. He has been his whole life. He owns some uh, vitamin store. And his dad is Robert Duvall, who is a great athlete and has a load of sports shops and runs like a peewee soccer team, coaches a peewee soccer team. And he uh, kicks his grandson, Will Ferrell's son, Sam, off the team boo. and then trades him to someone else. And Will Ferrell's like, fuck this prick. I want him playing. So he takes over this team called the Tigers uh, and then hires Mike Durka, uh, Mike Ditka, to be his assistant. Like, it's weirdly wholesome at points, but also he is a dickhead. He gets addicted to coffee and then takes it out on other people. And you just see him, like, addicted landslide. Is that a thing? Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but like, 100%. I mean, like, that's, wait, I know it, That's I know why you, I had to cancel recording a couple of weeks ago. I realised yeah. I hadn't Don't had coffee remember? for 24 yeah, hours. Yeah. It, I mean, I know people me. are, but like, to where, I was going to say to where it's a problem, but yeah, and he did have to cancel, so I take it back. Uh, so he gets some like Italian kids in on, on the team. <laughs> you do? And because, because they're Italian. Ship them in from Italy. <laughs> No, Just no, there's like them, an Italian yeah. butchers that he goes to. And they, they say <laughs> meat so is everything. Or nothing is more important than meat. So I like, don't know if that's just too stereotyped or not. but <laughs> Oh, no, it 100% is. Like, okay. these kids can play. They're Italian. So they play and they are better than everyone else because they're Italian. Uh, and it all, it's all a lesson of like, you know, be a team, be yourself. Don't try and... <sighs> push other people to be something they're I, not. I can you see know. you took it on board. If you're playing a team sport, mm. play a mm. team sport. Give it to everyone. Yeah, and he's the best team right. player I know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's he's always rooting for us. I wasn't I wasn't being sarcastic. You are. I wasn't. I'm being honest here. You know me. They call me Honest Dan. <laughs> they called Andy great teamwork and they called Penn the fucking... Pe- she's there. Pe- she's Pe- there. Petty Bennett. Pe- she's also there. <laughs> Petty Bennett. <laughs> so yeah, kicking and screaming. I'm, I'm kind of done with it, to be honest. I just want my Jack Daniels and mojito now. That's it. Oh. Is that it? <laughs> Legitimately, yeah. Let's let's get on. We've got Honest Dan. Let's move on to Honest Abe, shall we? Talk to you about Sam. He has been playing a lot lately. And- Ooh, hold it right there. I agree with you. I got some great news. Great. I traded him to the Tigers. You traded your own grandson? I know he's the most competitive man in the world. But this beats them all. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. Oh, he's so good at segways. He's the segway man. The segway master, if you will. 
I wouldn't go that far, Pat. He is, because you haven't heard my <laughs> attempts at segues that get cut out of the punk-tastic fuck. Well, some of them you have. They're not I told good. you, you don't promote that shit on here. Never again, I told you. <laughs> we had this discussion off air. Do not promote that shit. That's why okay? we did it when you weren't here. I'm serious. <laughs> 2012 film Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter uh, was Andy's film of choice. Uh, it is starring Benjamin Walker as, yes, Abraham fucking Lincoln, because that's the kind of fucking film this is, where it's just off the rails. Why don't we have an ex-fucking president as a vampire hunter and redo history? Because, yeah. Uh, you want to know my theory before we just go into this a little bit? Uh-huh. If they didn't name this, just just blue sky this a little bit. If they didn't name this Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. It just called it some guy Vampire Hunter. Do you think people would have seen it? No, I feel like most people went to see it because it was Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's why I feel like it's got like a a slight. Well, I learned today it was cheap. based on a book because it's one of Chris's yeah, favorite books, and he said the movie that's was shit. <laughs> this was genius marketing. If they'd gone, you know, John Wick Feldstein, no one's gonna fucking. <laughs> no one's gonna be interested in that, are they? But uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Yes, please. When you did bring it up, I never seen it before. But when you it did come out of the hat, I was like, I'm kind of intrigued to see how this goes. Like, what the fuck is this kind of story? Like, what is it? Like, is it? Is it a mess? Is it serious? What is it? But we'll go. It's serious, it. right? Yeah, it's it's, it's totally serious. It's yeah. a documentary. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. The it's tone, because I know it was silly, but the tone, I was like, oh, they're taking this seriously, but the tone didn't feel serious. But it's massively silly. It's massively silly. Uh, Benjamin Walker, Donna Cooper, uh, Ramona, Mary, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Rufus Sewell, uh, Anthony Mackie. There's a couple of people there. Mackie! We start this story with Abe as a young boy in 1818. He lives in Indiana with his parents, Nancy and Thomas, and they work at a plantation owned by Jack Bartz. Now, Jack Bartz is a bit of a cunt because he's a racist, <laughs> and he likes beating up basically uh, on this scene a young african american boy william johnson the uh, abraham basically intervenes because he's beaten him up oh benjamin stark isn't it is his abraham yes. dad he's played by the man who plays yeah. benjamin stark i don't know his name yeah that's right don't know who that is <laughs> game of Thrones. um and because of his son's actions intervening from uh, uh getting william from beaten up by this uh jack bart's guy uh, thomas is fired from his job uh, and that night, Lincoln sees Bart break into his house and attack his mother, Nancy. <laughs> she ends up falling ill the following day, dies shortly afterwards, afterwards, and Thomas tells Lincoln that Bart's poisoned Nancy. My hmm. first note about Bart was just, who's this steampunk douchebag? That's what I thought. <laughs> Everyone is very steampunk. So, yeah. With the glasses and everything, yeah. like, and yeah. later on, it's like I also very steampunk. I was also confused about some of the vampire lore. Because she... They're all outside in the daytime, aren't they? Well, that yeah. that annoyed me, but I checked with Chris, apparently, in, in the in the book. It's more of a thing, just the longer they're around as vampires, they just... It just doesn't hurt them as much, and they just adjust, which is bullshit, in my opinion. Huh. Evol- well, evolution-wise, you mean. Well, just like, they're just... like, oh, the longer they're out in the sun, the longer it doesn't hurt them. 
anymore because they just okay. get used well, to it. The vampires bite people and drink them and they die. Or they bite you yes. and you die later. Or they bite you and they turn you into a vampire. <laughs> they didn't seem to differentiate between yeah. the things which... Which goes on in the, yeah in later on when yeah uh, another character comes in it's like wait you've been bitten why are you yeah I didn't <laughs> still here I for a film ab- about a vampire hunter I would have liked the law uh, yeah. to have been slightly better although I did really like the vampire makeup Lincoln's mother dies uh, nine years later Lincoln decides to get revenge on him uh, he attacks Bart at the docks uh, but Bart who is actually a vampire overpowers him. Uh, however, before Bartz can kill him, Lincoln is rescued by our new character, Henry Sturgis, played by Dominic Cooper, Yay. who is the cool Matrix-looking dude. I love Dominic Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> this film is so Matrixy; it is unbelievable. Like, especially at this part, where he comes in, tries to save Abe, and is like, slow motion it's like so a fucking, much slow-mo it's like a Zack snyder film i thought this was directed by Zack snyder while i was watching it i was like oh my god how much slow motion do you it need was seriously directed by the dude he did wanted oh that makes sense yeah that makes so much yeah. sense yeah oh god mm-hmm. yeah i really like wanted like i genuinely love it i do like wanted yeah <laughs> <laughs> but this film is something else this fight is like uh i know they're both vampires but it's like everything's flying all the place i think they push each other in the shed there's fucking debris everywhere yeah. they're flying up and like, it's just <laughs> mental it's fucking mental the fight scenes in this thing yeah. it's just so over the top looks good though doesn't it mm, it, does it does look, look good. good i will give a point it, it's kind of good like the, the thing i probably enjoyed the most out of the film was the fight scenes because they were kind of cool and over the top overblown but yeah. they were still fun to watch in a way. I think so. it's important to note that when we first meet Dominic Cooper, he says to Abe, a man only gets that drunk when he's yes. trying to ask out a girl or kill a man. He wants to kiss a girl or kill a man. Which one are you? And he pats him on the back and then a gun falls out of his belt. Because he was going to kill a man, not kiss a girl. Exactly. Or maybe both. Kiss mm-hmm. a man and kill a girl. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes the ending more... Okay, now I get the uh. ending a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I completely Dan. forgot. And I was... Oh, you did a me. No, I, was... I got it this time. Yeah. Bless you. It's, it's fine. Now I, I know how you feel when I do it. Uh, Henry Sturgis explains that vampires exist to Abe and they offer, and he offers to teach Lincoln how to become a vampire hunter because revenge story. Uh, but he can't take revenge because he has to do a couple of jobs for Henry first before he... Because revenge is bad. Bad revenge. Mm-hmm. No revenge. Bad. Yeah. Stop it. So during his training, Sturgis tells Lincoln uh, that vampires in America uh, descend from Adam, a vampire who owns a plantation in New Orleans with his sister, uh, Vadoma. Is that her name? Vadoma. Can't pronounce it. Probably. Uh, Sturgis also tells Lincoln of a vampire's weakness, which is silver, and presents him with a silver pocket watch. So if we're going on the vampire lore, so they like these guys stay out in the daylight. They, if you shoot them in the head, they don't die, nope. but they sometimes do die. But you can't stab. It's not a stab in the heart situation nope. with these guys either. It's but also, silver. if you just fire some sort of silver projectile at them and it gets in their body, they it die. will kill them yeah. because they're apparently also werewolves. Because silver is... Well, that's yeah. what I don't understand. Like, I thought yeah. it was werewolves that it got werewolves. done in by silver and not vampires. It is. 
They well, unless they're shooting like silver garlic, silver skin garlic. No, because but... <laughs> spoilers near the end, she uses a fucking necklace, doesn't she? No, I know, I know. Yeah, no, I was, I was just, I re- just trying to make a joke. Sorry, I, I really good one. I, I really wish it was the kind of film that like they would have garlic bread involved somehow like it's the kind of <laughs> film that i'd be okay with if he just threw a garlic bread baguette at one of these vampires and they died it's that kind of film yeah. that Partic- i would be okay with yeah you know particularly if um mary elizabeth winston said bread makes you fat <laughs> sure why not have a reference to scotty can we just talk a little bit about that i know we were just doing it there dominic cooper is like yeah. in them fighting his training montage how he's like you can't do anything until you cut through this entire tree in one go <laughs> in a single blow in a single blow and i've just yeah. written i forgot about yeah, that yeah written there's and no like, way he can chop that in one go and then the next note just says oh fuck off because he's a he does it he's like pretend that it's like what are you most mad at and he's like i'm really mad at bart's and he hits the tree and he just like whacks it and he's like no what are you really mad at and then eventually just fucking annihilates this tree in one go it's just i'm really yeah he says he says it's not hate that gives you the power it's the truth and that's why he's honest abe because he always tells the truth and that's why he's so powerful yeah but i i I don't mind having alternate alternate kind of history thing the, the thing about it with a being the way he is is fine like him being a vampire hunter fine okay whatever i'm over it but now he's some sort of fucking superhuman superhero. because he tells all the of truth. a sudden but he doesn't tell the truth yeah because he why he lied to his fucking wife for he years. lied to him yeah no he didn't yeah he didn't tell her he was a vampire hunter or did yes he did why because she's mad because she's mad that he lied to her for all those years i was kind of no, 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 then, no. He tells her at a picnic on their first date. Yeah, that bit. But then why is she mad at him for lying to He was like, I'm sorry I lied to you for all these years. No, 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 no. This is the weird thing. He tells her and she's kind of like oh, yeah, shrugs sure. it off and goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And that to me was like, <laughs> are we just... I mean, in fairness, I also would think he was talking bollocks. Yeah, I just thought yeah. she assumed But then he, he walks kidding. around with a massive axe all the time. So I'd be like, maybe he is. No, I thought she just thought he was kidding and being, like, funny on their date. Can we talk about the axe skills as well? Good God. Genuinely impressive. <laughs> the way he's whizzing that around his legs and, like, through his arms. It's it's all style, though. It's all it style. is all style. He did it himself, though. Did he? Yeah. I really enjoyed the, some of the transitions in this film. So there's one point where he's, like, swinging his axe around like some nunchucks. But there's, like, swooshy lines that go with it. And then the swooshy mm-hmm. lines turn into the ink of the pen that he's using to write a letter with to Henry. And then I mean, I thought that bit was particularly wank, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> well, and there was a bit later. On, it wasn't done. It wasn't really particularly seamless, well. was it? Yeah. No, it wasn't because I was a bit like, "Why are there swooshy lines from his axe?" But then it later on. Oh, he's writing a letter. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on, isn't it? Uh, Bart's is no Adam's like a painting. He's talking about history and it's all like an old painting, but then it melds into the scene. It melds into the Yeah, so I kind of like the... It was very, like you said, very stylized, this movie, which was possibly the only bit I really enjoyed. So, in Springfield, Lincoln befriends a shopkeeper called Joshua Speed. He ends up uh, giving him a job, pretty much, uh, by the end of the day. Uh, And he meets Mary Todd, who... I'm going to call him out, Abe, and say he pretty much cucks the husband of Mary Oh, 100%. Straight in there. He's straight in there, Abe. Really? Like, seriously. I can't remember who the husband was. Played by Alan Tudyk. 
who I only really like one thing, I think. I find him very hit and miss. He's very close to me not liking him like I don't like Nathan Fillion. The thing I, I, I find fascinating about the whole Mary Todd thing is like Joshua and Abe just openly diss the husband <laughs> of like they're like oh she could be with someone a lot better if you know what i mean like straight away and i'm like he's a bit I, of a prick I, he's quite he's racist I, isn't he I, yeah racist. i know but like it's so I, before you even met like before you even like talk to the guy like it's like it's it doesn't just, doesn't oh, speed say that you could save her from a life of boredom or something because they know he's a dude yeah a yeah. life of boredom yeah like, because you're you're an interesting guy, Abe. <laughs> you work in a shop and with me. You hunt and vampires. You hunt. Well, he doesn't know that yet. No, it's true. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Thing. no, no. So he's just, so he's just a basic shopkeep guy. So yeah, know. but also it's Jimmy Simpson, and you gotta you know you gotta respect him for that. Just why do I have Jimmy to respect Simpson? him for that? He's Jimmy Simpson. I like the guy, but why do I have to respect him for that? Because he was a cowboy. He was in a spaceship in Black Mirror. He's also okay, uh, in an Irish <laughs> bar sometimes. Roles. Great. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, so essentially, uh, we go through a couple of scenes where Abe is slowly cucking the husband. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they have a little dance. Husband uh, is kind of jealous of them having a little dance, making the love, get down tonight. Um, he uh, essentially ends up dropping her off at her house <laughs> at her own house where her uh, fiance lives her, yeah, where her own fiance <laughs> is at the moment and he remembers in the back of his head Henry told him where you can't have friends family loved ones with you while you're doing this you know vampire hunting thing because they'll be affected by it and he just gives her a little peck on the cheek and then goes okay good night bye and he left her there that's the best thing i could do Just walk away was to leave walk away yes so he walks away but you'll see her soon don't worry yeah uh, <laughs> it didn't last very long <laughs> it didn't last long at all. his penis was like five no minutes, wasn't it? can't can't leave her <laughs> which is fair his penis has a character arc in the story. <laughs> and really good with an axe. <laughs> really? Sure. Wound. Oh. oh. Andy. Sorry, I felt grubby. That was <laughs> Fucking hell. That was terrible. Anyway, Lincoln successfully finds and defeats Bart. Now, this scene, I sent a voicemail to fucking YouTube where this is the horse scene, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on with the horse? It's one of the what? greatest scenes of all time. He, okay, so he finds Bart in like a stable, and he chases after him. And there's all these horses next to Bart, and 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 then they just run with the horses. And then we get this very obvious CGI horses scene where they're running in between horses, and they're jumping on them, leaping on from horse to horse with this like epic music playing in the background. It's gone. It's like the fucking Avengers theme playing in the background. <laughs> First, I was like, they would get trampled by those horses because immediately they would. But also, I was really proud of myself for this one. I was like, they're running across the backs of those horses like a fucking OK Go video. Yeah. Yes. It's like a game of Frogger. <laughs> mm. It is. It's, it reminded me of that specific OK Go video where they're on the, with the treadmills. The escalators. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, fucking, I think it's Bart, he grabs one of the fucking horses by the legs and swings it around and throws it at Abe. A giant fucking horse. <laughs> yeah, but he's a vampire. He's thro- what? So he has superhuman strength now? Is that a thing that vampires have now that I didn't know? Well, yeah, because we, kind of we saw Henry Sergis throw him into the air through a 
through yeah, a barn. It's so. a horse. It's a horse. Mm. I mean, I agree, but they have quite obviously got enhanced. While, while like running. you see in a montage earlier when he's trying to catch them. Yeah, he throws Like him earlier up vampires the, that, yeah. that they throw him all over the place. They're all strong. Some of them go invisible, you know. Well, that was. Look, I'll be honest. We we skipped a vampire that he murdered before the horse scene, which doesn't really matter. Before um, Anthony Mackie shows up, but he kills. I think it might be his first vampire that he kills. He gets vampire blood all in his mouth and stuff. I'm like, are you not a vampire yeah. now? Is that not a thing? I feel like this person, this whoever did this movie, knew more about Abraham Lincoln than they did about vampires. They needed like a vampire. Um... Consultant. Oh, what's... yes, <laughs> vampire consultant yeah, on wh- set. What what is the kind of predetermined law with vampires if they bite another vampire? What what happens they can't, then? They don't I think bite generally other they can't or they don't. They don't. I've never heard the like. I've never heard a- accidentally. That, I've never heard that vampires can't kill other vampires. Uh, I guess so. it's like gone off milk, right? So it's like out of date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, they want the fresh blood, so they want one with a beating well, heart. And generally, because they're dead, the hearts don't beat. So it's well, it's old. like ah, Andy's yeah. favorite film interview with the vampire. She Kirsten Dunst drugs to she's she brings two kids to Tom Cruise, and so she drugged them, or they're drunk, and he drinks from them. But it turns out they're dead, and she just used the drug to keep their blood warm. And he's like, "It's dead blood," and he goes all like melty. So yeah. They wouldn't want vampire blood. So Lincoln defeats Bart in Bart's in a horse <laughs> racing frogger leaping. I don't know what you call it, but it was quite. It made me laugh so much. Anyway, before dying, Bart's reveals that Sturgis is also a vampire. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> oh no! So why does he want to go after the vampires? Who knows? So Lincoln confronts Sturgis. He's kind of in a alley. Um, kind of biting the neck of a guy who's kind of getting freaky with a woman who's like doesn't want it and uh, he ends up biting the neck of him i think you'll find the correct term is probably rapist <laughs> yeah I'd, okay fine rapist lincoln confronts sturgis who reveals that several several years ago uh, he was attacked and bitten by adam who's the big evil vampire in this story and because sturgis soul was impure he didn't become a vampire, but his wife or whatever got killed in front of him. He just kind of watched. I don't get that. Oh, no, why is he, he is I mean, now a vampire. That's why he can't kill Adam. But yeah. because his soul was impure, he didn't drain the blood. He just what turned him into mean? a vampire. What does that mean? Would you, He's would impure. You, well, I don't know. That's stupid. Oh, I'm asking you because it's your film. No, I've got no one else here to ask. Well, I didn't I, fucking write it. I haven't read the book. I, I, that's all they said. Her heart was, I assume, because he was trying to kick the fuck out of him. He obviously had some sort of a shady past. So the chances are he was impure anyway and had done a sin. So now if you have a bad or a sinful past, you can't become, you can't die from vampire. Like it makes no, no sense No, 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 no. I think it's a case of they wanted fresh, pure blood. Yeah, maybe it's tastier when it's pure. To drink. as Because... Because he was already an arsehole, and because he wanted to get Adam. Yeah, right. The easiest thing for Adam to do was to turn him so he can't get to him, because you can't kill your own kind. Oh, I suppose that's the whole vengeance thing, isn't it? That makes sense, because he killed his wife because she was pure and tasty, but he's like, but if I turn you, you can't fucking Yeah, you have to live with it for the rest of your days. 
See, there's layers to this film. There's layers. It's just oh, made up off. incorrect vampire lore. It's not layers. <laughs> it's very incorrect. <laughs> uh, Sturgis has been uh, has since been training vampire hunters, and he hopes to destroy Adam one day, even though he can't kill him because, as he said, vampires can't kill vampires. Lincoln decides to abandon his mission of becoming a vampire hunter. Now, this was like the whole <laughs> thing with this film that I was like, it was, it was. It was like watching two films in one. Yes. You had the vampire hunter thing, and then you start getting into the political love side of things, and it's like, it's it's too, it's too serious and quiet in one, and then the other one is so over the top that I just couldn't take. And it was I the found both it of them together too many too many themes because obviously yes, he starts yeah, he, you yeah. know when he's becoming a vampire hunter you're like well eventually he's going to become president so how do they do that's that that's the thing they have to tell that story but it story, wasn't even really they? a story so. they just went oh he decided not to hunt vampires anymore and now he's going to be the president well, and I was like oh is that it he just fancied to change your career Sturgis tells him to always have a contingency plan and his he contingency does. plan is politics yeah. and thus he follows his backup plan to go into politics and then you see in short clips how he gets to the top it was just that's it it did still just feel like oh well vampire hunting's not gonna be my job so i'll just be the president <laughs> he, he probably doesn't get paid to be a vampire hunter well, no you know I mean? true it was too much it was like vampires and slaves and him being the president and the politics and then the vengeance and then the civil war and it was it was too <laughs> we'll to. it was too <laughs> Too many things to try and weave together, and I don't think they were woven very well. So Adam learns of Lincoln's activities. He kidnaps his old uh, friend from the uh, start of the film, who was getting beaten up by uh, Bart. Mackie! Yay! Who ends up meeting Lincoln years later at the shop, uh, but they get put into a trap. Uh, Adam captures Lincoln, tries to recruit him, Revealing his plans to turn the United States into a nation of the undead. <laughs> See, I never understand why vampires want to do this because if everybody's dead, then you've got no one to eat. It's a stupid plan. I agree with you. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, stupid. Because yeah. the vamp. So the political part of this, please correct me if I am wrong. And the point of the Civil War that we will get to is that Abraham Lincoln wanted to get rid of slaves because obviously. But vampires don't want to get rid of slaves because they've got free people to eat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why. Yeah. So then, why right would you then want to turn everyone into vampires? Because then you've got no idea. I know it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It does not make sense. Speed recruits his friends, and they end up escaping to Idaho. That power slide he does with a horse-drawn carriage is oh unbelievable. <laughs> And the fact that fucking like I don't like the what the fuck's his name the 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 bad vampire Adam, Adam. Oh, I keep forgetting Adam when he does his like I'm gonna cut your friend in w- w- one yeah five two four three three two. he says he says three and I swear there's like a second gap to four that happens and then fucking speed bursts in with the fucking carriage and then fucking power slides into him but. He even reveals his plans. He's like a, he's a, one of these just shit villains again, where he's just like, yeah, Come but on, dude. people just want to talk about stuff, don't they? I mean, we saw that in Nobody. I know, but nobody listens, yeah. and that's the problem. Okay, so Lincoln marries Mary, because of course, begins his political career campaigning to abolish slavery. We basically see a few speeches, and then he kind of becomes president. Is is how this goes a little bit? I, it kind of fast forward. I do like a bit through, how. Yeah. 
just the transition to Abraham Lincoln with a beard and a hat happened. To- I love that walk-in when he <laughs> has the hat on for the yeah. first. Oh, it's so badass. Like, it's it is just, actually quite badass. I mean, I was paying attention. But I wasn't paying that much attention. So it did just feel like he was like, right, I'm Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter, and I've got like a normal haircut and I've got no beard and I look kind of cool. And then now I'm president, so I've grown a really big beard and worn a city hat because that's what- He Abraham- has the hat on the whole time. Does he? He just has more of a yeah. beard. Oh, he has the hat on the whole time. because big uh, hat. Yeah, because Mary stands on it to give him a snog, and he's like, "No, thank you." Yeah. Huh. He has it on literally the whole film. I didn't. But he's he's fully evolved now. Yeah, into he's, he's, full he's, Abraham. His fully... he's he's level three now. Yeah, it's like with, when you um, see Spider Man for the first time and he's in his new suit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It just it his made DPS me laugh. is quite high. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Sturgis warns Lincoln that the slave trade uh, keeps vampires under control as vampires use slaves for food. And as Penny pointed out, what happens if they run out of slaves? Vampires always want to do that. It makes no sense. Yeah. And if Lincoln interferes, the vampires will retaliate. Uh, After Lincoln's election as president of the United States of America, he moves to the White House with Mary, which they have a son, William Wallace Lincoln. Uh, He eventually signs the proclamation uh, i can't pronounce that word setting the american emotion. civil war in motion i can't i can't, uh, uh, I can't pronounce it i'm not even going to try because i'm terrible at big words uh setting the american civil war in motion which obviously is the the north and south which did play out but this time that emancipation proclamation south- sorry thank you bugging me. this time the south had fucking vampires because the south have recruited vampires to fight against the union and that's the thing because they were mostly in that was their whole thing of because the, the civil war was against no the south sense. because uh, doesn't henry say like that's why you can't do this it, abe because all the vampires in the south so you yeah. the, he's like so yeah. the only reason they've been <laughs> like good vampires is because they've got all the slaves that they want so if you take away the slaves they will then spread to the rest of america yeah but it makes it makes no sense why the south will want to help out the vampires if they want to take over the world what no. the fuck are they doing i guess like, because the percentage no is there's more vampires in the south than there are anywhere else because that's where yeah, adam was and he was climate, making them it? yeah because well, they yeah. love the fucking deal. sun the guy, they, and the heat they made a deal with the vampires like yeah sure we'll help you out i'm, I'm sat there thinking they'll just eat you why mm-hmm. are you Oh, I just assumed that most I of them were vampires. Valdoma ends up sneaking into uh, the the lady vampire, uh, the lady, the bad lady vampire. She ends up sneaking into the White House easily uh, and ends up uh, biting William the child while he's playing. We don't see that, and he dies. So his character arc was <laughs> short and sweet, yeah, I guess. He died like Abe's mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same now- way. Now, revenge. Revenge is even more for Abe. He's going to become Super Abe. <laughs> Something, I don't know. Just keep thinking of that little alien Abe from those computer games when you say it. I don't know why. It's because you're a gamer. Meep. Meep. <laughs> Meep. I've got no idea what's going on. He looks like Earthworm Jim, Meep. but he's green. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Now who's the filthy Meep. casual Andy? Yeah, I know Meep. stuff. And he looks Hello. so confused. <laughs> Well, I just Hello. don't know what you what's fucking going on. He's just making noises. Well, where's Ugh. Abe from? Abe's Odyssey. Oh yeah, Abe's Odyssey. It's yeah. a computer game. You know Abe. 
He looks like Earthworm Me. Jim, but he's green. <laughs> How many times going to keep going? <laughs> Me. I don't know, but at some point someone's going to turn the episode off. All right. Come right. 20 and then Andy will go, oh yeah, I remember. Oh yeah, shit, we got our MSR listeners. Uh, we're still going, guys. Um, Confederate Hi, President Lindsay. Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> so... Vampires are deployed to the front lines and Lincoln orders the confiscation of all silverware in the area to have it melted down and he discovers that that's the solution when he's at the dinner table and he's talking about a fork and he looks at the fork and he goes, a fork! Yeah. Ah! We need <laughs> these! Up. And Speed is like, what, forks? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, you want, Greg? Want a, want a fucking fork? What the fuck's wrong? You've got a fork, it's in your hand, Abe. Mr. President, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the, the key to the whole thing was silverware, which I kind of saw from a mile. I mean, we got told it earlier on. I was thinking, why don't you just get the silver I guess, and did kill it, them all? So. Did it take them yeah. a little while to work out that the people they were fighting in the Civil War were vampires? It took him... He was a president. That All that time for him to become president. And it's just like, now we must kill them. But he only discovers how to kill them while he sat at the fucking dinner table oh, looking yeah. at his fork. And then going, oh, yeah, silverware. Oh, I forgot. I'm like... Really? We get a bunch of scenes with war and vampires attacking and they're winning the war. But this plan has come into place where Abe is going to put some silverware on some train and transfer it to the front lines. <laughs> it sounds so extra silly when you say it. I mean, like, it's it makes sense in the, in the movie, but you saying they put a bunch of forks Let's, on a train. <laughs> they, they t- Which is all <laughs> they do. Is that's the plan. Wrong. Yes. So Speed tells the vampires... The plan. He's like, fuck yes. this, I don't want to be involved anymore. I've written, I always knew Speed was a racist, but then I was incorrect later on. On the train, Adam and Vodoma attack Lincoln, Sturgis and Johnson, who have set fire uh, to the upcoming kind of bridge that is uh, is heading for where this train is heading for, essentially with all this silverware. This bridge is on fire, they're about to go over it, but the silverware is, is in this train and the vampires have all descended on this uh, train to stop Lincoln and the boys from uh, moving it <laughs> forward, I guess. Boys. During the fight in which Speed is killed, uh, Adam learns that the train only holds rocks. There is no wah, silverware wah. here. Did we, Why the fuck did, is the rocks? Did we like the way that Abe and Anthony Mackie threw their axe at each other like it was Captain America and Winter, Winter Soldier? Pen, oh. specifically? I didn't notice. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Sorry. Lincoln reveals that Speed's betrayal was only a ruse to lure Adam into a trap. And Lincoln uses his watch to stab Adam, it's he, more of a fucking super he, like, punch. <laughs> more combats him, doesn't he? It's and like fucking... one punch man kind of fucking yeah. style. Goes like, straight through, doesn't it? Also, that watch yes. goes missing for a while, yes, and then it, it turns up in the kid's room, which means that the vampires must have had like touched it to put it there. So how come they can hold it then, but when know, they get Andy. punched in the stomach? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Gloves. That's the only issue with this film. Apart from that, everything else is factually realistic. <laughs> it's the only, only fucking plot hole is that. Yeah, everything else is realistic and set in modern day, but sure. that's the so only in issue. modern day of the Civil War. Yep. Well, it, it does yep. later, but let's get to it. Okay, so Lincoln uses the watch to power Pudge Adam, superpowerly, killing him, and the three escape the train before it basically plunges uh, into the ground below as the bridge is burning and they're hopping over the fucking train carriages and oh my god it's it's over the it top it looks but, great it's like, 
It does look good. I'll give him that. It looks good. It looks good. Some of the effects look good. Some of them don't, but some of them do. Uh, meanwhile, Mary and the ex-slaves have transported the silverware uh, to Gettysburg through the Underground Railroad as they start to arm themselves with uh, silverware and silver bullets and putting stuff into fucking guns and stuff. They end up killing a bunch of vampires. Uh, the Union sh- soldiers destroy the vampires and win the war. A few Yay. months later, on April... April 14th, 1865, (laughs) Sturgis tells Lincoln that the remaining vampires have fled the country. They're gone to the UK, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Have they? Yeah, that's what he said. They've gone to Europe and and South America. Oh, okay. Uh, Okay. Sturgis unsuccessfully tries to convince Lincoln to allow him to turn Lincoln into a vampire so he can become immortal and continue to fight vampires. He declines. Well, so that wouldn't Uh, work if you can't cause harm I on know, another vampire I know. Oh, what yeah. is this part this I, film it, it does, it does it's letting itself down it. at the yeah. 11th hour up until then it's been absolutely perfect it's been very accurate and Maybe now he it's he meant like he down. could help him train more vampire hunters and later that night John Wilkes Booth kills Lincoln <laughs> I'm just like all that and he's just gonna get shot again and he's gonna get shot anyway and then we flash forward to modern times where we see uh the the outside of the white house with a helicopter and we're like oh no it's present day oh no and sturgis is still around obviously because he's immortal he is at a bar and he sees a young man at the bar and he says the same thing that i forgot you didn't realize film which i didn't real uh he says the same thing he said to lincoln when he first approached him about having a gun and then he taps him on the back (laughs) And a gun falls out of his pocket. <laughs> about the having end. a gun. Lincoln Park plays the end. <laughs> it's about. It's about. In that he says, "No, you I don't get that drunk so unless drunk. you're gonna kiss a girl or shoot a man, and that's right. where the gun is." Great callback. Great callback. Uh, Penny, what do you think? And also, of yeah, this film? I've written. Oh no, not Lincoln Park. <laughs> It's such a weird choice. I swear they did the backing. It's such a weird choice. I swear they did the the credit song of every film between 2008 and 2012. What? Because they yeah they did the Transformers as well. They did like three of the Transformers films. Yeah, they did. They did quite a bit back in the day. Um, But still, it's just weird for an Abe Lincoln film to have like. I just assume they had a fuck ton of money left over because I didn't look it up. But I assume this movie cost a fucking fortune. Did anyone? Probably, I would imagine. Either way, Pen, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know um, I sent you guys a text and it just said, oh, well, that was a really expensive why, wasn't it? I just don't know. Is that what that message was about? I ignored it. I had no idea what the fuck yeah. you were talking about. I no, assume, I knew what she was on I about. assume <laughs> it costs a bunch of money and I just don't know. It makes slightly oh more sense. Oh my God, sense. guys. Sorry, really quickly. It was in 3D when it came out. Oh, that's why all the that's why the stuff. Yeah, that's why it's all. Yeah, oh, that okay. makes slightly more sense. Yeah, it also had a budget of between seventy and a hundred million. Yeah, I was just so looking vague. at. Oh my, what? Yeah, yeah. seventy. I've got Shh. seventy million, and then worldwide gross one hundred and sixteen hundred million. Mm-hmm. We know action films are not really my thing anyway, so. I, d- I honestly, I mean, yeah, well, I, uh, judging from yeah. Death of Starlet, neither are history films. <laughs> <laughs> judging by Drive, no, neither are drama films oh, or, or stylish <laughs> films. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> Please try I'm trying. more. I didn't hate this, but I also didn't. This was absolutely fine. Was this average? 
<laughs> it was not my average. It's seven not out of ten. Average. It's not. It's not a seven. Yeah, it was fine. Okay. It was fine. I can see why they did it. I, I, I'm not sure how they got that much money, but they obviously made it back. So when I found out Anthony Mackie was in it, I'd be like, oh, I kind of want to see what, you know, like now he's the Falcon. Be like, oh, how do you feel about doing that shit? But he'd probably be like, yeah, it was fine. It made a bunch of money and people liked it. So yeah, I've, uh, are you going to make me do a score right now? Um, yes, that's how we yeah. do this podcast. <laughs> I was originally going to give it a three to be funny because 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 why has three letters in it and all i could think of was why it was average it was it was not my average so it was a five five okay andy your pick it's very stylish it looks it, is very it does look delicious mm. particularly that um frogger sing the horse one <laughs> froggers i love you just called it it's canon now it's the frog it's the frog yeah? scene yeah yeah whenever right, there's right. someone jumping over more than two or three things it's a frog <laughs> scene it's a frog scene yeah it was uh you know the story was very interesting i believe it was historically accurate um <laughs> yeah okay it was we're going down that route are we characters were uh, fine <laughs> Abe Lincoln was quite boring, but I imagine he was a boring dude as himself. Uh, Mary Todd was also quite dull, but again, I imagine that's the same. Jimmy Simpson was great. I wanted to say Colin Salmon, but he wasn't in it. The vampires were good. I mean, they didn't make sense in terms of like their power sets, but they were good. I I want to. I mean, is nine too high? Oh. Oh, wow. You can always tell he's taken the piss. Like, it's so easy to say. Nine. No. Come on, do it. All right, Come I'm going to go. I, it is absolutely fine. I wouldn't rush to watch it again. It's been at least probably eight years since I've last seen it, and I don't remember much apart from the Flaming Bridge and the horse scene from then. I will say the axe skills are genuinely impressive. I want to try those, but I am cautious that I will cut my legs off. I mean, you could do it with quite a blunt axe. Or I could just take the blade off. Well, then you're just doing it with a stick. It's not the What's same. What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's not it's the same. impressive. Now you've gone Power Rangers yeah. kind of. You're saying if I do it with a stick, stick, it's not going to be impressive. Nah. Yeah. Oh if, my god! Honestly, please film it. You'll if I had like a stick. lightsaber kid on YouTube. <laughs> We're looking for a new host as of next week. Andy and he's has got lost no legs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no legs. Uh, yeah, it's fine, isn't it? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Don't know. You tell I'm me. I'm looking now. forward to the sequel, Margaret Thatcher, Werewolf Pimp, though. Oh, that'd be fantastic. What's his score? What's his score? Oh, right, yeah. Five. Five. I'm just okay. look, So I'm looking on Wikipedia and at the see also bits. Yeah, there's another couple of films that we should check out. Abraham Lincoln versus Zombies. Yes. <laughs> Queen Victoria, Demon Hunter. Mm, no. Or my favourite and the one that I think we should watch immediately after recording, Jesus Christ, Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> this is still like how Lewis and I want to watch Velocipasta though wait is it Jesus Christ comma oh, Vampire yes. Hunter or Jesus Christ <laughs> Vampire Hunter I'm just going to read the plot of Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter I hope it's a musical <laughs> like Jesus Christ Superstar so, no, well it might be but Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter is a 2001 Canadian horror parody film which deals with Jesus's modern day struggle to protect the lesbians of Ottawa from what vampires with with the help of Mexican wrestler El Santo. So why do the vampires just say lesbians? What's that about? I don't know, but it could be the greatest film of all time. Yeah, I mean, 
I'm putting it on my list. What was awesome, it? Awesome was it Jesus Christ wrestlers. Vampire Hunter? <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking on the list. Oh my god. That's killed me. Uh, five <laughs> out of ten for me, please. Okay. Ten um, out of ten for Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter. <laughs> so I yeah, I've kind of said all I need to say really, but it's um it felt like two movies in one. The pacing of it was a bit all over the place. It was either really fucking high-paced, and it was cool when the high-paced stuff was in. And then you just had this kind of, like, drama-y stuff going on in the background where they obviously had to shoehorn in a blanking story at some point and then had the action stuff. But it was it was fun to watch. Like, it, was, I'm not going to say it was it's bad it was it's a it's a dumb fun film like a lot of andy's films that he does bring to the table they're dumb fun they're just things you can watch and switch your brain off for a bit and kind of enjoy them and i get and i get that that people will enjoy those kind of films um for personally for me as a as a person uh as a real person i i just couldn't get on with it because it was just too much it was too over the top at times and it just was a bit it did make a lot of sense and it needs to make sense for me to kind of get into it a little bit um but i still have fun with it i I still think it's a fun a fun ride through the ages of a lincoln story <laughs> a different story but um it's still fun i'm also going to give it a five I'll give it a average across the well. board and like real average not even my average if you case your new film out of the hat it's where we take a film we'll watch it in two weeks time it's one of mine soon we haven't had one of mine in ages how many we've had a, three of Andy's I think we've had four of mine and two of yours we had 40 days and 40 nights pen that was the last one of yours mm. wasn't it which uh, I didn't even really want to watch it just we needed <laughs> to have the conversation <laughs> can we bin it off and just do Jesus Christ, <laughs> Vampire Hunter, because I'm reading the plot and good fucking God, it no, is incredible. can we watch it when I come and visit? Yeah, we can do yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh- <laughs> We're going to meet in real life, everyone. I've never met Dan. He's so excited. <laughs> Can't you tell? Yes. Very. I'm going to make sure I'm working that day. <laughs> I'm, I'm staying I'm really at your house. Well. Really busy, pal. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Okay, right, let's find out a film for uh, In Two Weeks Time. Sorry, AMSR listeners, for that loud trumpet noise. We hope you resume your sleep as soon as possible. Sorry for the loud sound of noises. Hope you're still enjoying your sleep there. Thank you very much. The film we are watching in two weeks' time <laughs> is Sorry Pen. Uh, it's a Dan film. It's, it's, oh, no. it's back to me. That only means we're going to get like a, a slate of We're going to get films. a fuck ton of <laughs> shit 90s horror films. <laughs> back to back. Back to back every fucking two weeks. Um, it's a Dan film. I'm very, very excited about this film because I don't think you guys have seen it and I think you will both enjoy it. And the last time I said that, it was Parasite, and you both did. From 2014, it's an Argentinian film, so there is subtitles, but it is called Wild Tales. Uh, to describe it, I'm going to be as less spoilery as possible. It's an anthology film about six stories Ooh, we love uh, about human behavior. Okay. And 
that's all I'm going to say. But I fucking love this film so much. It is, it's, uh, I think it's on Amazon Prime. I don't think it's on Netflix, but it is definitely worth a watch. Six short stories. Um, very uh, violent and stuff. Mm. And um, it's a 15, so it's not like a PG anthology kind of thing. So it's real good, though. Real good. And uh, we'll watch that in two weeks time excellent i'm just looking at all the stuff that i've already got uh in the hat and i'm very excited to watch like <laughs> so many of them in a row behind the scenes you guys Sausages. went more more bad than i good, didn't I, I told you i picked you, films. You, uh-huh. no i didn't pen you did no you i did. picked films that pen. i genuinely like and want to share <laughs> yeah. with the world yeah pen puts in films that she thinks are good and no one else does Nice. <laughs> I put in films I know are bad, but we'll start a conversation. There's a couple, I would say, like, in terms of ranking them, I, I literally went 50-50. I went, here's, like, a bunch that I really love, and here's a bunch that I I didn't try and upset you guys. That's just the person I am. I know, I know. But that's that what makes good entertainment, that you're like, this is great. And me and Andy are just like, this is the worst thing ever. To so, be fair, yeah. I'm also looking at a list that I've been making of films to put in when we redo it again and it's still all films that I like and think other people might like but they're getting a little bit more well that one's got Muppets in it so Andy won't like it <laughs> I can't wait to watch a Muppet film so you're putting them in deliberately because they've got Muppets in uh, only one but that's because it's the best Muppet movie of all time is it Muppets Take Manhattan it is we've had this conversation but it's not in the hat Gosh. yet because we haven't redone it but most of the like all the ones that I'm still gonna pick are still films that I like and I want people to watch so I think we should do it every six months, so we're coming up to that six-month period now, I think. July. So yeah. we could refresh it in July and see what happens. You just then. don't want to watch Get any of my some... movies. You want to keep putting in more of your movies. I've had some... Okay, I haven't had the greatest... I mean, Casino Royale was fun. I think you've had the most films drawn out, though, haven't you? In total? Yeah. I've, at How this rate, I've had... Mm. It's all... It's random, Very trust nice. me. Um, I've had... This is my fifth film from this year or from since we did redid the hat this was the fifth film <laughs> shit <laughs> which was what episode 40 <sighs> I don't know uh 24 Casino Royale Johnny Mnemonic Mike Moore from Power Rangers Triple X and now this so well yeah. enjoy enjoy your 90s movies when we get there Hi, Penny. I'm not excited <laughs> What's our socials, please? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I am at Penny underscore Photo Pit. Um, at Dan Talks a Lot. Sorry, it's drinking wine. At Dan Talks a Lot. At Choices 21. I needed it to get through that. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, if uh, Oh, little reminder. Hey, we've had a bunch of kind of new listens and stuff. We've been checking the stats. Stats have gone up. Thanks, guys. But hey, if... Yeah. He didn't tell us that. I mean, you have access to the same fucking page. <laughs> you told I do, me off so for looking at the stats all the time. <laughs> well, it's because you were yeah. looking at them four hours after week an episode one. Was posted. Week one, you were looking at the first podcast. You're like, oh, look at stats. We've got seven listeners, and then twenty minutes oh, later, seven. we've still got seven listeners. Is it not working? <laughs> I was really excited. That's because I listened seven times. So I was like, how can it just be seven? Well, now it's Lindsay who's listening all the time because she's just got us on repeat every night. So <laughs> thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> Hope you're sleeping well. Thanks for those numbers. Um, so if you are new to this podcast yeah, and you uh, are checking us out, do, do rate us, though, if you're listening on 
uh, Apple Podcasts and stuff. Spotify don't have a rating system yet, which I don't know why the fuck they don't, but hopefully one day they will. Be really nice. And hey, if you rate us, if you send us a message on Twitter, send us a message on Facebook, we'll probably might be reading it out, maybe. We'll probably reply. We've got not a lot else to do. Well, apart from Andy. Well, depending how interesting your comment is, (laughs) we'll we'll read it out. (laughs) And how I feel that day. I'm I'm way too busy for that. Oh, and thanks to Joe for your pictures of cats with thumbs up on the last episode because it Mm. made me laugh. So yeah, send us comments that make me laugh. We got pictures of cats with thumbs up. I didn't... Yeah. Why wasn't I made aware of this? <laughs> what? Because we were talking You've about. You've got access to them as well, yeah, Dan. You should have checked yourself. Facebook where are they? Uh, on Facebook. On Facebook. Where are they? And where can I find that Facebook page? <laughs> <laughs> We've already done the socials, so yeah. if they rewind 90 seconds, Unusual they'll find suspect out. Pod. I'm, I'm it's all about, out. It's all about I'm advertising. I'm selling out. I'm selling out. It's advertising. <laughs> advertising now. <laughs> I don't go on Facebook, so I wouldn't have seen it. But anyway, thank you. Thanks, everyone. For, for that. And, uh, Thanks for we'll enabling us. Thanks for, yeah, and enabling us for accepting us into your lives. And as your a ear holes. Thing on a Wednesday. And your ear holes every Wednesday. Welcome to the AMSR. We do love the AMSR podcast. Uh, I've I've had some. Uh, ah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, Ben. That, that would have woken up every. Stop! Stop! Isn't that loud? Stop! Sorry. Stop! We want to be it's, nice to people. We want to thank them. Realize, on, Thanks sorry. for letting us come into your ears. Fucking hell! With a paintbrush. What are you doing? Oh, it's like they do on YouTube. Penny's lost her fucking marbles. <laughs> she's just pissing around with the microphone. Yeah, because it's 55 ASMR. episodes she's done with the microphone, and now she's like, I want to play with it. Don't you watch those videos on YouTube? ASMR makes my legs feel weird. I don't really like it. And on that note, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Jesus. At least it's just the legs are not between them. Goodbye. Andrew! <laughs>